0: This is Scott Weidenkiewicz, and you're listening to From Nothing to Profit.
1: Welcome to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya, where each week they talk to photographers about what is working in their business now so you can swipe those ideas and grow your business faster.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to From Nothing to Profit. Kaya, guess what? It's like season two already from Nothing to Profit.
1: I know. I'm super proud. Very excited to be on here. And I'm super excited about who we're interviewing today because Scott was with us uh, at the very beginning last year, and he's got something new to share with us. And I just love that uh, you've got a good lineup to start with of people who are giving back to the photography industry. And so uh, welcome, Scott.
0: Thank you. I'm glad to be back. You know, it's fun to... to uh, am I the first guest to, to come back a second time?
2: You're the first repeat you're like almost nice. Phil Jack you're almost Phil Jackson. you almost have more rings than everybody else.
0: <laughs> I think I think uh, I was one of the first for um, Brian Caporci's podcast and he was the first for my podcast to be a repeat. so it's a fun circle of life when it comes to <laughs> podcasting and and then, then then you know the the photography podcast community is kind of small um still so, you know, I guess it could happen more often than, than we think. For but. sure.
2: So last time you were on, we talked about like personal branding and did a bunch of yeah. stuff like that, which is awesome. But this time, um, we reached back out to you because um, the company you work for, Imagely, is actually launching a brand new product, right? And so I wanted you to tell our audience about it because I think it really will change the industry. So you, you, feel free to jump right in and tell us all about what you guys are doing at Imagely.
0: Yeah, so um, basically, well, first, thank you for allowing me to say Bill, what I've got going on. I've been like trying to get this out for so long that it's nice to finally be able to talk about this. Um, uh, but basically WordPress has powered 35% of the internet now uh, for a very long time. Every year it's growing. Yet Last year it was 30%. So basically right now, 35% of all websites are powered by WordPress, which means that 35% of all photographers are using WordPress, and a growing trend forever has been that uh, you know photographers would have a WordPress site and then either a Smug Mug gallery or a Shootproof gallery, or a Pixie Set, or a Cloud Spot, or any of these um, proofing and e-commerce galleries for their client proofing and sales. Well, uh, for a very long time, we at Imagely have had a product called NextGen Gallery, which is a free plugin, one of the most popular plugins ever for WordPress and a paid upgrade called NextGen pro NextGen pro has allowed proofing and digital downloads and print uh, print sales but it's always been manual print fulfillment the photographer would get an email and you'd have to you know go through the process of ordering from your lab and, and getting it out there now we have for the first time ever on wordpress automated print fulfillment and the first lab we integrated with is white house custom color and we're so we're very proud about that uh, now Photographers who have been having a WordPress site and a, let's say, a shoe proof site to have two different, you know, uh, gallery proofing e commerce versus, you know, regular website. You don't have to. You can have it in one spot for a low price, uh, no commissions, uh, amazing gallery, uh, a, a lab rather. And uh, you get all of your own branding. You get um, all the SEO juice from it, all the stuff that uh, photographers, um, could benefit from, and you have complete control. You don't have to worry about having another you know, uh, company that you're paying subscription for when you can just have it all in one spot. So um, that's what we're launching. It's a pretty big deal, we feel, uh, for both the WordPress space and the photography space.
2: Yeah. So this is where I think it's a big deal. Okay. So first of all, I knew about next gen gallery plugin before I ever knew you. And then when I met you, you you're like, yeah, you know, that's the company I work for. And I was like, Whoa, that's crazy. So that was like two, two of my worlds coming together. And so basically next gen gallery is basically, um, basically a gallery plugin for your website. So you can display your pictures beautifully and you guys have all different themes. So you can do like slide, like a slideshow theme or like a, a tile theme and it looks really cool. Yep. And so that's awesome. So that's the same thing it's using, but now there's going to be pr- print fulfillment based in, in it. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so next Gen gallery is more than just a gallery plugin. It's a full gallery management plugin. Uh, you can, you can organize, you can, do watermarking, image protection. Otherwise, with right-click and drag protection, um, there's uh, Lightroom integration. We have a Lightroom plugin, so it's a full uh, gallery management plugin for WordPress. It's more than just displaying a gallery. Okay, um, perfect.
2: But here's where I, here's here's where I think it <clears throat> changes everything is. Be, for a long time, like you were saying and you implied is that like you're on somebody's website and then when you click through to go to SmugMug or whatever, like the, it looks and feels different. It typically, the URL is going to be, you know, some kind of subdomain or the yeah. URL is not going to match. And then none of that SEO juice and stuff like that kind of works as well. So it's going to be basically native to your actual WordPress site now, right? Yeah. Like you're Yo, your yeah. Site
0: completely native. Um, nobody ever has to leave your site. The payments are secure through Stripe or PayPal or Check, if you want to do a Check gateway. Um, and, and um, you know, when you were saying, you know, going to a different, to a subdomain, right? So there's some companies um, that have white label subdomains. So it's myclientgallery.com, right? So you're going to joeschmo.myclientgallery.com. Great. It, you know, it's, yes, it's white label. It doesn't look like you know, whatever the company you're paying for, you know, it's sort of white label, but it's still not you and right, right. you're sending people away. So now uh, you you don't have to, you can do it all on your site and it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, um,
1: Hey, so I just want to point out that this is not a sponsored podcast. This is something that, uh, you Matt have been interested in and have known about for a while. So that's why we're sharing it with everyone.
2: Right. Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I just think it's really amazing because it's been a, point of friction for me and my business. And when Scott said they were going to do this, I was like, wow, this is going to be really cool. Um, Yeah. And of course, imaging doesn't support us in any way, but um, definitely supports the industry every day for sure. So,
1: yeah. So Scott, let me ask you this. Like, yeah. When you're doing it, do you, like, if you're working, like you said, with White House, uh, mm-hmm. are all the products that White House offers available through it? Or is it a specific number of products? Or how does that work?
0: <clears throat> so it's not every single thing yet. Uh, okay. We do plan on, we basically, we had to get what we were calling a mi- minimum viable product. We had to uh-huh. get it out. Yeah. Um, we've been working on this for almost four years. Oh, I believe uh, it. That's, that's how hard it is to get this on A non SaaS platform when we have to deal with multiple hosts and multiple server types and all that stuff. Um, So it took us a while. And um, so we got out the door with basically a minimal viable product uh, offering as well. So what White House offers, we've got, uh, I think, two or three different paper types. We did some uh, metallic, we did some canvas, but we didn't, we did some standouts, but we didn't do, you know, every single thing that white house can do, but we are like going
1: Christmas to, cards or albums,
0: right? We didn't do that uh, okay. yet. So it's all it's stuff basically all in due time. Um, yeah. We have to get this out, make sure that the feedback is good. We've, you know, any bugs that people find besides from what we already found and addressed uh, is fixed. Um, we have to uh, get right now. White house doesn't have one of our biggest roadblocks, uh, which we had to just get it out. We have to get this out anyway. Um, even with this roadblock, is they don't have an automated calculator for shipping their products internationally. So right now Mm -hmm. it's only shipping to us and Canada. And so, uh, the next step is going to be before we even open it up to more products is let's get a second lab in there. That's in Europe that we can then have international shipping there, uh, handled. So, um, that's going to be the next thing. And then, you know, eventually we'll open up to more products and we'll open it up to more labs and, and things like that. So, um, (laughs) Step-by-step. Step.
1: <laughs> and so your plan is to work with as many, like as many different labs as, you know, are are you can work with. So
0: well, so uh, not yes and no. Uh, okay. We want to work with labs that cover basically a, um, where the bulk of photographers are, you know, where the demand is really. Um, yeah. You know, we don't need three or four U.S. labs. We don't need three or four Europe labs. Um we might need a lab in Australia. We might, you know, um, but so we're basically going with um, out of the gate. We're going with the most popular U S lab right now. Okay. Um, and then uh, we're, we're going to go with another lab in Canada, probably to reduce the cost in Canada at some point. Um, and then we'll go with one in, in, so it's, it's, it's also, it's not just popularity. It's also product uh, offering um, and, and, and popularity basically like, We could go with, uh, there's a really good lab that's in Germany that we've actually worked with in the past, but their product offering isn't as wide as, say, Luxly, sorry, uh, Luxly uh, Photo, I think is what it's called. So we'll probably wind up going with Luxly because of popularity and product offering. Um, But I don't know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Uh, That's one of the things, like, once we get this launch out, which by the time this podcast airs, it'll be out, but... um, once we get it out we start getting the feedback we'll know more about what our customers are wanting besides just the polling that we did to our you know through our emails and stuff like that
2: right cuz when you're doing it on the polling on the front end everybody's like oh yeah i just want a few things and when you actually roll something out then you get the real feedback it's like well, yeah, why did you guys do this why didn't you do that and you're like okay we can do that that's fine yeah
0: yeah it's hypothetical versus okay reality is here <laughs> right okay so, so will you will you talk real quick about
2: um, who this plugin is best for and um, how, and we've talked a little bit about what it does for them, but kind of who it's best for and how they could use it.
0: So it's best for any photographer that is, uh, that has a, you know, a, a WordPress website that is also paying for a third-party service to do their proofing and e-commerce that is kind of either tired of having more than one place they have to go for different things or um, really wants the consistency better, things like that. Um, that's who it's for. It's not for the people who, um, you know the, the, the people who don't care about logging into six different places or don't care about, uh, you know um, consistency at all, people who don't care about SEO, don't care about branding, then of course you're not you know, it, it's it, it may not be for you. it's also not for people who are scared of WordPress. WordPress is, is not necessarily scary, but some people think it is. Uh, it does get easier. Uh, it's even getting, it's the past uh, six months, they released a version, version 5.0, that made it way easier. So the the ease of use is coming down. The scary factor is coming down for WordPress. Um, so it, it's for people who 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 enjoy using WordPress and enjoy the the power and flexibility that you get with, with, with WordPress but, and also want everything there instead of just, uh, just the storefront, so to speak, the business card. Sure. So, so you're saying, you know, wedding photographers could use
2: this for for fulfilling like to their guests, you know, to the wedding guests. Um, you know, baby photographers could do it if they're doing online proofing, senior photographers, if they're doing online proofing, um, I guess landscape photographers as well. I mean, Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't don't talk about them on our podcast, but but they're out there. They live out there. Yeah. Doc, documentary photographers, street photographers, there's a, such a wide range of, of people who um, are already using third party solutions with WordPress as, you know, alongside it, you know, so. So take um, us through
2: real quick, let's say hypothetically speaking, let's just, we'll just do wedding photography, for example. So kind of take us through how you see a wedding photographer using it from like kind of start, start to finish
0: yeah so at first when you first install it you'll walk through there's a there's a wizard to walk you through how to set up the e-commerce and one of the um, first things before you even like start using this for clients is setting up a price list just like you would elsewhere so you set up a price list set your markups um, put in your studio information because everything's white labeled um, and and uh, you've got that going you let's say you have I think the default is 300 um a 300 times markup. So, but you can set it to whatever you want and you can even have it rounded if you want to use it, have it rounded. Um, and you do that. Um, you create a gallery of your, of the wedding you just photographed, upload the gallery, um, add the price list to it. Cause you can not attach a price list if you don't want to and just display it uh, or do it with proofing only. And let's say you do need to proof this. Let's say you need to proof it for an album that you're putting together. You can insert the gallery on a, on a page add a password to the page. If you need to don't, if you don't care about it being public, it's all up to you because it is WordPress. You have your choice and um, turn on, when you add the gallery to the page, you would turn on proofing. And then that gallery now has a proofing option with stars and you can submit the proofs um, that your client can submit the proofs to you. And uh, the proofs will come in in an email with a uh, comma separated and it won't have image file names because in Lightroom, if you do that with the file name and you use raw files, then JPEG versus raw, it won't come up in search. So it's just it's just going to give you a comma separated list of the file names that you can then just do a quick search in the collection uh, from that wedding in Lightroom and pull them all up, do your edits, whatever you need to. Uh, if you're now going to go sell the sell the prints, uh, you would then create a gallery or you know replace the gallery on that page, attach the price list that you already created. Um, Update the page, or you know, save the publish the the new page you created, whichever you're doing. And now the e-commerce is there instead of the proofing. You will have the shopping cart with uh you know a drop downs for um, whether it's uh, paper prints, whether it's um, mounted prints, whether it's uh, canvas prints, things like that. If you're doing digital downloads, there'll be a tab for that as well. Uh, and um, yeah, and then basically. The, the the client would add stuff to their cart. They go to checkout. It'll, again, be either Stripe or PayPal or uh, a check uh, checkout and check gateway. And then if it's uh, one of the automated, the credit card or the PayPal, then the order will just be processed. The The client will get an email about their order. Uh, the photographer will get an email about the order, as well as a uh, receipt from Stripe from us because what happens is we actually pay the lab, so we are sort of an inter, uh, uh, in between between the photographer and the lab. So we bill the photographer for the cost of goods, and uh, so that happens. And then the order uh, the order goes out. It goes through uh, our Amazon secured Amazon server out to the lab, and um, and that's it. And then the products are you know processed and delivered. And you and you can choo- you can choose whether or not it's auto-fulfilled or not, right? Like Yeah, so when you're creating the price list, you either choose between adding manual products or you choose between adding products from the lab.
2: Okay, and at this point white house custom
0: color. Correct. So, cool. Awesome. And so,
2: yeah, I mean that's that's really I think it's really awesome to finally have you know the gallery and the cart actually in our website. I think that's so cool. Just like, it's always drove me crazy, you know, for 11 years now that like you are on your site and it looks so pretty and you work so hard to make it look nice. And then you click a button and it takes you to another site that you have almost no control over. You know, you have to like, maybe you get to upload your logo and put your background color, but the way they choose to do the spacing and all that stuff looks totally different. Um, And so it always felt, felt weird. So that's awesome that it's going to be right inside of your actual site site now.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, you know, we, have also, uh, added a few other things to this that, uh, we think are extremely beneficial and, and, and pretty neat. Like the, one of the biggest issues that photographers uh, have is tax, right? Should you charge tax or should you not charge tax? First, you have to speak to an accountant, right? You need to know what your accountant thinks about tax. But, uh, if you're supposed to charge tax, then we've got an option to turn on tax. And in there, uh, we integrated with a service, the top tax calculation service called TaxJar. And we are covering the cost of this service. But basically, it does full automated tax calculations based on where the lab is, where the photographer is, and where the client is, down to the town. So like North Carolina, they have state and then town tax, right? So TaxJar will automate that completely and um, and charge the, like, the customer the appropriate tax for wherever they are based on the various nexuses. The nexus is where the, you know, the owner of the store is, photographer, the, the end user, the client, and then um, the lab as well, where it's being made from. So that'll completely automate that process, which is a beautiful thing. Um, no, and that no. is actually, that's international. So once we add you know, international support beyond Canada, it'll also calculate there too. That's awesome. Yeah, because I see a lot of times, like, that's where it gets sticky, right?
2: Like, something um, really works well, but then you until you get to like the tax part or something like that, and then it kind of blows up. So it's nice that you yeah. guys went out and used tax jar that way, it's just done and easy. So,
0: yep, yep.
2: That's awesome. Kaya, what other questions do you have for Scott before we let him go back to try to get this thing <laughs> off, the, off the ground?
1: Well, I think maybe my biggest question, just because uh, you know from our podcast, that's what we were always asking people, is aside from this uh, product, you know, when mm-hmm. you were here last, Scott, you talked yeah. all about professional headshots or or personal branding, and uh, I checked that out and uh, added that to my business, and it's been um, uh, made a big difference so far this year. But I can see it becoming like a huge. Area that um, I that we grow our business in, Hmm. and so I feel like you're always kind of paying attention, probably because of both your you know work as a photographer, but also your work uh, you know with photographers. What do you see are the next? uh, What What do you see is coming up next? Do you think it's still the personal branding type things, or what? What What do you think has changed, or what do you What are you excited about?
0: I still think personal brand photography is on the rise. Uh, I. What I'm finding is location makes a huge difference. So yes, yeah. in New in where I am in New Jersey, there's a lot of people doing those multi level marketing businesses, and they don't want to spend the money on personal brand sessions. Yeah. Um. But if I live closer to New York City, where it wasn't a pain in the butt to get to New York City, um, I'm like smacked in the middle, um, like dead in the middle uh, between New York City and Philadelphia. So it's not. It's a quick drive or a quick um, public transport trans- transportation to get to either, but it's not easy, really, um, yeah, and it, yeah. it costs money. So, uh, if I was closer to either, I would be able to market to uh, personal brand uh, personal brands that can afford the sessions more. Um, so, I'm finding it harder. Uh, I'm I'm trying to find ways to 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 get up and coming bands. New Jersey has a lot of bands that do very well. So, uh, I'm trying to get those, some of those bands to, to hop on board and have me do full sessions for them. Uh, but it's again, proven hard. Uh, but I, I, I do think it's on the rise. There are still those Facebook groups where you can see people who are being successful with it. And it's all location. It's all location, find the right, like, the client, but it's there. Um, but I do think that's, that's, that's big.
2: Um, yeah. And we've had, we added it to our business as well. I mean, I was, I was in the process of doing it when I had you on the podcast last year. Um, but it's been, it's been successful. We've gotten some traction um, with a few real estate people. We've actually had a bunch of podcasters come out of the woodwork, which was really interesting. Um, and then a lot of uh, multi-level marketers that realized that their, their story and their brand is actually what sells the product that they're, they're promoting. Um, and they, so we've had a lot of people. In that arena work, um, cause those companies, whether it's, it's skincare or, you know, shampoo or whatever, um, they, their companies are now telling them that you have to have a personal brand online. You have to have a social media presence that shows, you know, how, what this has done for your life and stuff like that. And so they've, they've been coming to us to help us tell, help them tell their story as well, which has been yeah. really, really awesome. Yeah.
0: So, you know, uh, you know, I, uh, I wouldn't mind recommending a book for photographers to read, which it might have been recommended on a previous episode of yours, but uh, there is a book that's related to not only uh, what, you know, personal brand photography and just personal branding in general, but also what we're doing at Imagely, what I do in my own life um, with everything. Um, and that's uh, Donald Miller's uh, Building a Story Brand. Oh, yeah. So the book's amazing. I, I will say, with a slight caveat, it's more of a sales pitch for the full in person workshop. It's just a very long. How many pages is this thing? Almost. It's a two hundred and twenty eight page sales pitch for for the in person workshop. Because while it does should tell you all about this approach and why it's effective and uh, a general overview of how to do it, it doesn't really tell you how to do it. Um, so it, it's the the doing it part still takes a lot of research and practice and. Brain dumps, like write it down and redo it. Write it down, re- redo it. But um, telling stories, in uh, especially as a personal brand photographer, but just as a photographer in general, telling stories is is really how you're going to uh, get more business. So um, I definitely recommend everybody read that book and to try to incorporate stories more into their into their marketing efforts.
2: Yeah. And I, and I, and I did the online workshop and Kaya did the in-person workshop for that. And it was, it was really, really good. Both of them were really good.
1: Yeah, it was really good, but you know, it's funny because it still is hard no matter what you, because it's work, it's really work to sit down and think how to tell your story of what you're sharing without you being the one who's the most important part of it. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I think it's interesting because when you think about talking about your um, your new product for photographers and the new gallery and being able to order it, uh, I think you know the question is is what is you know why do people need it? What is it solving for people? And I th- I think you've talked about that quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. it's funny because I mean I have like you said you've been working on the, that for four years and f- at least that long I've been saying I need a place where my clients can go online and see the things that are available that that is not you know someone else's so I I think it definitely does um does meet those needs uh for a client. so for sure awesome
2: well cool um I think we can wrap it up there I mean because I don't want to um make this podcast too long because we're trying to keep them under 30 minutes because what Kai and I found after the first season is that our audience loves like under 30 minute podcast so just so our audience knows that's what we're What we're thriving, not thriving, striving for this year is what we're oh, trying right. to do. So, <laughs> um, cool. Well, thank you, Scott. Thanks so much for being on. I know you guys are super busy right now. By the time this podcast comes out, the uh, the fulfillment part of Next Gen Pro will be um, available. And we'll link it below and do all that stuff. But thanks so much for everything you do for the industry. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing while, while you're busy. And um, maybe we'll have you on for a three-peat, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I, I I really appreciate it. I, I not only do I appreciate you guys for for the just for the show in general because it, it it's such a great um great discussion every time you know, so that's always great. Um, I just say great like three or four times, but uh, I also just want to say thank you for allowing me to to share this with with the audience because uh you know as you said it's 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 a big deal. It's important. It's a big deal. It's um it's a first of its kind and it's. Something that I think a lot of photographers are going to benefit from. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for
2: being on it. Um, Kaya, you want to take us to the end here and say sure. goodbye?
1: Sure. Yeah, uh, this is uh, Kaya Bondurant, Matt Hoagland, and our guest Scott from uh speaking to you from nothing to profit. Thank you for listening to From Nothing to Profit, a photographer's podcast with Matt and Kaya. Be sure to subscribe for more business strategy and ideas to help you create the profitable and successful business you've always wanted. See you on the next episode of From Nothing to Profit.